Bold Leadership, the science of winning with your host, Dave Evans. Welcome to the show. Hey everybody, Dave Evans here. Welcome to the Bold Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Bold Leadership Podcast is produced every other Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.theevansgp.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow me on Twitter, at The Bold Leader, and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. You need to do in the first 90 days to be hugely successful. Now I'll tell you, I'm Dave Evans. I'm here to talk to you about leadership fundamentals and give you the tools to ensure your success. So let's keep it really, really simple. The first 90 days, you need to focus on three things. Three things. You need to focus on the people, the process, and the performance. Now, I'll go into a little bit of detail on all of these. We're going to spend about 10 minutes talking about it. I'm going to give you some real quick tips to help you lead better when you start and realize there are leaders at every level of the organization. So this needs to apply up and down and around your organization to help your new leaders be better at, at what they do. So people first. How, what's our biggest problem dealing with people and how do we more effectively motivate them and empower them to do their job? Well, many say the biggest challenge with dealing with people is communication because we listen to, we do not listen to understand, we listen to reply. So when somebody you work with has a, has a comment or a point about something you're doing in the organization, typically you're not hearing what they're saying, you're listening to respond. And I'm guilty of it, it it's really hard to do, but you need to do that. More importantly, you need to understand what type of person you're dealing with. Now, there's a great book out there called Taken Flight. It talks about personality types. It's about 160 pages. It will give you some in-depth analysis of how to understand people and how to be a more effective communicator. But I'm going to give you a real three easy, quick steps on helping people, helping communicate with people based on their personality types. And it's just simple. First and foremost, is the person an introvert or an extrovert? You need to answer that question first because how you talk to those people is going to change and how you communicate with them is going to change and how you have to listen to them is going to change. The next question, are they a direct extrovert or a friendly extrovert? Now, so you have an extrovert and they're direct. It's a facts-based discussion. No small talk, no talking about your weekend, no talking about things you did with your boyfriend or girlfriend. It's specifically the facts. That's what they want to know. They don't want you to waste their time. They're decisive. They're going to make a decision. You find a direct extrovert, you tell them the facts and only the facts. If they're a friendly extrovert and you walk in just talking about the facts and not listening to their stories, you've lost them. You're going to have to laugh a little, tell a joke, share a story, talk about your plans for the next week, so on and so forth. So pretty simple. Extrovert, direct, or, or friendly. If they're direct, facts only. If they're friendly, start with the story and get along. If you don't do that and you don't understand what you're doing, you've lost that person in communication. So be, uh, be understanding and be compassionate about their personality. The next kind of person you've got is the introvert. So now you gotta ask yourself two questions. Are they an analytical introvert or are they a helpful introvert? If they're analytical, they're gonna wanna go through each step in the process. They're gonna wanna understand things in great detail. 
So you need to prepare yourself for that discussion and be willing to listen and answer all of the many questions they're going to have. If they're a helpful introvert, they're going to want to solve your problem. Let them solve it. Listen to their solution. Be encouraging. Help them move you through the process. So really simple. To start with and to deal with people, you need to know two things. Are they an introvert? Or are they an extrovert? If they're an extrovert, are they direct or are they friendly? If they're an introvert, are they analytical or helpful? Now, there's tons of ways that you can understand what kind of person you're talking to before your meeting ever starts. Get on their social media, look at what they post, look at their resume, how they posted it online. You will get a real insight to what you're dealing with. And when you go into a meeting with your team or your boss's team, and you know these different types of personalities and how to listen and talk to them and communicate with them, you're going to knock it out of the park. The next thing we're going to talk about is process. We talked about it in a podcast I've done for the last four weeks uh, from Cozy's and, Pos Cozy's and Posner's steps on the leadership process. I'm going to go over those in broad breath right now, but this is the leadership process. And if you follow these five steps, nothing else I say you really need to worry about because you'll be doing all of it. So the five steps in the leadership process are simple. Model the way, inspire a shared vision, challenge the process, enable others to act, and encourage the heart. If you can do those five things, you've set yourself up for success and process. Now, as you step down, you need to understand that you have to develop a foundation based on values, culture, expectation, and empowerment. You got to understand a leader is the man who has the ability to get other people do what they don't want to do and like it. President Truman said that many, many years ago, and that is a fact today. You have to put the process in place to empower your people and encourage them to go along the path to do great things for the organization. As you step down in the process ladder, you need to dig deep in your first 90 days, understand what processes are in place, how effective they are, and if any changes need to be made. I've seen many, many leaders jump into an organization and go, this is all jacked up. It's all screwed up and I'm not gonna deal with it, I'm changing everything. They create a train wreck. They build distrust and they destroy the organization. So what I'll tell you is when you step in the organization, follow Cozy's and Posner's five steps, take a second, understand why they're doing what they're doing and make sure the processes work. You can do this through, through a number of ways. First, understand their strategic plan for your organization. Understand where the organization is heading and any adjustments that may or may not need to be made. Understand the mission, the objective, and defined goals of your organization. If they're not there, then develop them. Determine those key processes and look at the metrics to see if they balance and are measuring what is important. I can tell you this from years and years of experience in leadership. If it's important, measure it. If you don't measure it, your team will not believe it's important and it will fall to the wayside. The next thing I will encourage you to do is embrace change and process improvement. Find better, smarter ways to do your business through your processes. I can assure you, your competitors are doing that, so you need to engage and improve what you do. The only way you can do that is by enabling the people at the lowest levels of your organization to change what they know is broken. I promise you, the guys working day in and day out and gals working day in and day out talk about what's wrong and what's broken and are typically frustrated when leaders don't give them the ability to improve the process. And finally, I'll give you this. It's called root cause analysis and the five whys. 
You have to ask why at least five times before you're ever going to understand what's broken and what is not working. So we've talked about people. We've talked about process. Now let's talk about performance and how to measure it for the next couple of minutes. Well, you can't measure anything if you don't have good goals. So we'll talk a little bit for about two seconds about goal setting. You need to develop SMART goals. That will enable your measurements to be more accurate. So what is a SMART goal? They're specific goals. They're measurable. They're attainable. They're realistic. And they're time-bound. So specific. Be very specific when you set a goal. What are you measuring? What is the expected impact? How are you going to define how you're going to measure it and what your measurement tools are? You need to determine if it's attainable by the organization. Set high goals, but they got to be high but achievable goals. If the goal's not achievable, then your team will fall on its face and not get to where they need to be. They need to be realistic. Do they match the goals of the company and are they where the company needs to head? And finally, you need a dead date. What date does this goal need to be accomplished by? It needs to be time-bound so you understand it. Once you get your goal set, you need to set up metrics. And you need to measure, measure everything and look at it and analyze it on a set day of the week every week. A metric is simply a measurement taken over time, communicating vital information about a process or activity which drives appropriate action to strategic planning. They're pretty simple to develop and you need to understand why you should measure. The reason you measure things is you, you identify where you're succeeding and where you're failing, where their problems are. It provides an avenue to achieve your long-term goals. But most importantly, it builds a facts-based picture for the organization. And as a leader and giving feedback to your team, having those facts-based pictures can help you improve the performance of your team. More importantly, it can help you determine which of your teammates are performing well and which are struggling and need help to move forward. Realize, most importantly, measuring provides a way to identify the success of business process improvement events, management decisions, and it, it identifies areas for improvement and develops tools for solicitation. Like we've talked about before, your metrics should be derived from your strategic plan, performance measures, customer comments, your expertise, and then the process input, throughput, and output. I think General Fogelman said it best. A journey must have waypoints and a destination to determine success. If you can't hit the waypoints or you don't have them to begin with, then you're lost. And you're not on a journey. It's time to refocus your program from one of discussion and education to one of more aggressive application and execution. Hey, I appreciate you guys joining me this morning for our 10 minutes on leadership fundamentals. Remember, as you start, step into your week, think about people, your communication, your process, what are your processes and how are you identifying them, and your performance. How are you measuring performance and how are you moving forward to improve your team? Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to seeing you out there. Send me your questions and uh, check out the webpage at the, uh, at the Bold Leader on Twitter. Have a great week. I am Dave Evans, and this has been Bold Leadership. Follow Bold Leadership on Twitter at The Bold Leader and Facebook.com slash The Evans GP. To subscribe to Bold Leadership, visit TheEvansGP.com slash podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode of Bold Leadership, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes. And remember, be bold.